Hey everyone, I'm in New York City tonight with Stand Up On The Spot with this phenomenal lineup. Then next week we got another amazing lineup at the world famous Comedy Store. And if you haven't checked out my special yet, Daddy, do yourself a favor after you check out this episode of Jeremiah Wonders with my pal, Steph Tolov. Give me a sound check, Steph. How do I sound? Is it sounding as nasally as I feel? Um, well, as... I think you and I always feel nasally. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> we have no we have no option. I this mean, there's only one mode. It's nasal. It's nasal. <laughs> That's all. That's it. Yeah, I think no. You sound good. Okay, good. You don't sound nasally. I'd like to hear that. Yeah. Are we rolling? Yeah. Okay. Why not? <laughs> it's like, all right, here we go. I'd get like into to get it. right into it. Yeah. Yeah. No intro. No intro. Just the test right into the whole podcast. No, no, it just goes right into it. Okay. I mean, you know what? I'll give you a very nice intro right now. Can I give you a yeah, nice yeah, intro? Yeah, 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 please. Okay. I didn't make it awkward at all and force you to do this. No, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. Okay. No, no. <laughs> this comedian that we have on the show, on the program today. The program. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry to interrupt the the big intro here. As okay. a Canadian, do you call it program or program? Program. Mm-hmm. Some people call it a program. I also call it a podcast. I didn't know this was a program. <laughs> I I'm very confused <laughs> of what we're doing now. What what did I say yes to? Listen, there's a lot. It's more than just a podcast that you're okay. doing. You know, I already told you that we're gonna be wearing wigs. There might I be a little excited. Oh. oh oh, so that that makes it a program when there's a little right when a there's tap. a little you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. You know, okay, okay. I mean, have you done a podcast recently where you heard a, a good old C chord? Not at all. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a C chord. Yeah. I'm learning a lot. Yeah. Okay. This comedian who's on the program today, she is one of those comedians that if you have not seen live, you have to. When I follow her at the comedy store, uh, the highest compliment that I can give her is that I have to work very hard because she has just crushed the room. And I love bringing her up. I've known her for a long time. She was one of the comedians that when she wasn't in at the store yet, I was trying to tell her, you got to come over to the store because we need funny people like you over at the store. She started coming. She showcased she got past and became a paid regular, of course, because she's undeniably hilarious and an undeniable talent. You may have seen her on Netflix. You may know her from her podcast, Steph Infection, or Slob's podcast. Mm-hmm. And you may have seen some of her viral videos or stand-up clips online. She does amazing stand-up clips. She does sketches. Please welcome my pal, Steph Tolov, to the Oh, program. my God. That was a very nice intro. Very thorough. Yeah. Very detailed. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, is that me? Yes. He's talking about me. That's you. It is very, you know what? We are a very, I, I always thought that we would be a bad back-to-back follow at the store, but we're actually good. It's fun. In a, in a weird way, because it's, it's like, it's, we're this, not, we're not similar. Our energies are similar. Yeah. But then the content is so different that people are like ready to be, they're on that wavelength they're now. They're already like, like if one of us, yeah, whether it's me going first, first or you going first, the energy is already up here and you and I just know how to keep the ball up in yeah, the air. Yeah, 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 and exactly. The, and the crowd's like, oh, we're still partying? Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah, especially in like the OR when it's late. Yes. Because it's like you you revamp them. Like you get them going again. And I'm like, oh. That's my whole goal when it's like. Those late Like spots. some of the comedians will be complaining like, I think they're dead. I'm like. 
Are they? Yeah, 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 <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. I'm so curious. I always want to see if I can turn that room to to bring up more energy yeah. in there. And then don't you feel like it's such a feat when you do? Yes. Like I, it's like there's always I'll always ask like the door people. I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, is how are they dead? And they'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, no yeah. one's done well recently. I go, All right, okay, uh, okay. Uh, Mama's got some more yeah. kid. Bring in the heat, baby. Yeah. yeah, I uh one of my favorite things is uh I've had a couple comics who were going up after me who when I go up they'll sometimes be like thank you for making it good again for me yeah because I was in there right before you went on and I was like the room's done yeah and I wasn't looking forward to my set Mm -hmm. and then you brought them up and then I had a good set I was like that's all I wanted to do that's literally it yeah it's also that's such a good way of looking at too like it's good for everybody like when someone does well like I hate when people get mad when someone's doing well it's like well, everyone, the crowd's warmed up now. The only person, and I always talk about the only person that I cannot follow, and I'm like, I'm having an existential crisis about this. Rick Ingram. This is the thing with Rick Ingram. For some reason, and it's only at the comedy store, I swear to God, mm-hmm. if Rick goes up and does crowd work, yeah, and then I go up and do crowd work, no. I- immediately no the crowd immediately turns on me they immediately don't want to hear it, even though my crowd work is nothing like rick's they get fucking pissed and they're like you that's it and i know he's a master at it i understand this but i had this talk with greg Fitzsimmons, who were like why can't we also still do crowd work like you the crowd likes it they want it it's not going to be the same it, and at the improv i've tried i've watched people do crowd work and i go and do it works perfectly I don't know why, and it's in fucking infuriating me that it's not working there, and I'm I refuse to let it. Okay. Sink in now, and you're refusing to just not maybe do crowd work after Rick. I'm I'm refusing because I don't know why a comic can go up, comic 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 dating 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 marriage 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 kids 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 crowd work crowd work no, every other topic can be right. talked about for fucking three hours. Yeah yeah. But for some reason and like with Rick, I purposely sit in the crowd and I look at who he talks to and I make certain I make but you don't talk to I them don't talk again. to them or yeah. I don't say the same thing or yeah. I don't ask the same questions. Yeah. So immediately, like, and I've tried different, I've tried different tactics of like tagging something onto something he said or doing a different route or talking to somebody else. Does not matter what I do. Even if I tried doing no crowd work, the crowd is like exhausted after him. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. No, no, no. He's trying. He's very good at uh, doing what he does. And he's amazing. I find that. Um, when I follow him, because he's a, fo- a hard follow in general. Yes. Even if you decide to do material or crowd work, yeah. he's just one of those guys at the comedy store that's very difficult to, to follow. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why he's been opening for Chris Rock on yes. the road and riding <laughs> yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a talented yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big very, reason there. Yeah. Very good. Um, I have felt that before when I've followed him. Because you do crowd work too. Yes. But what I have found, and maybe. Th- try this maybe okay okay i'm I'm down for ideas um if you are disguising it more riffy than the direct crowd work what he does direct what do you do for work that kind of thing yeah they'll go along with it is what i found okay that's a good that's a good if you are disguising it less as like like transactional like now i ask you a question yes because if like the way I follow Rick, I try to the it's worked best for me because I've had some rough sets after him where like I'm like oh I need to figure this room out after he goes on because yeah. it's such a uh, specific energy. Example: I went after Jezelnik the other night. Yeah, 
you and I are, are opposites to Jezelnik. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sometimes that plays in our favor, but sometimes it doesn't because once a crowd likes a certain thing, yeah. you have to reset the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, a few minutes in my set, I had to address how different Jezelnik and I were. And then the crowd's like, oh, mm. that's why this is like so Feeling, like, bumpy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it got better. But uh, but with Rick, it's, it's one of those things uh, where I've had more success if I don't do the traditional ends with the crowd okay. work because he's done so many of them for yeah, yeah, like yeah. that amount of time that I think that what they do, they go, that's his thing. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's his thing. He just did that. Why are you doing, why yeah. are you doing that? He just killed with that. And you're like, it's different. It's Don't different. worry. But that's all that they see. But that's why, that's what I'm trying to, you're right. But I'm trying to like figure out why that crowds are so dead set. And I could see like, if I did a few and it was eating shit. Right. Then yeah, get yeah. fucking pissed off. Yeah, me. Yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. not as good as him. Sure. And I'm like, look, my crowd work is not as good as Rex. I, I'm not saying it even is close, but I just don't like the idea that they won't even give me a fucking chance to say yeah. anything. Do you call them out on it? I do. And then, yeah. does that help? No, it sucks because my fucking parents were in the main room. They'd never seen me in the main room. And they are from Toronto, so they were randomly in town. And then I, ooh, ate it. It was like full in there. I stunk it. And then and then I tried to go to jokes. And at that point, they were like, we already don't like her. Do you have like, okay, so I find, I, I was, I, I find, especially the, the main room, especially, I there's certain jokes I do where I know I can kind of get them on my side. Mm -hmm. Especially if it's like, you know, Mark Marin, Sebastian, Whitney, all these fucking big names. And then I go up and they're like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. I have like one joke <laughs> that'll kind of like, who is this? I'm going to bring her up. I don't know who she is. Uh, um, but then I go up and I, so I feel like I have one bit that I kind of like, I make fun of this commercial I did. I'm like, you guys don't recognize me from this commercial and that kind of helps. Yeah. Do you have like a bit like that? that oh, that I know? go into that I'm yeah. like, this is a little bit of a fail safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've, yeah, I've got a couple like appearance type jokes that usually get people on board with me uh, pretty quickly. I'm, I, I, I'm just really special though. So like I got to, I think I need to say goodbye to some of them and really write some new ones though. Yeah. So I need to work on some new opening jokes, but I find that for me, opening jokes are sometimes the hardest to write. Yes. Like a good yeah. one that like right off, like everybody's like, yes, mm -hmm. we're on board. We were thinking that too. Now that that's out of the way, Go on to your act outs, buddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right? It is. It's, I, I found there was, I was coming across really too aggressive. So I had a joke I do where I say I dip my lips in the water to cool off. And that was, I found was like so bizarre and gross. But people were like, okay, this is who she is. This is like right. a weird thing. They know, they know what you're going to be about yeah. just in that short amount of time. So yeah. they're like. Okay, I can reset to this. I like this this different thing that's going on. Yeah, but yeah. I always find like sometimes the the OR I never feel like this, but the main room I I feel like I have to go. At first they'll be all quiet, and I'll go. You're gonna like me by the end, I promise. Right. Like I don't know why Stick you're so me. judgy so quickly in that room. It's so bizarre. Yeah. But I love the store, and I'm so happy to be there. And um, that's that. And there it is. And good night, that. everybody. But you you mentioned that your parents saw you in uh, when they came to the, the comedy store. Mm -hmm. They saw you when you went home uh, and opened for Bill Burr, though, right? Uh, my dad did. Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that Come that was. On. I mean, yeah, yeah, Come yeah, yeah. On. So that seeing that now, I'm like, there's no way. Nothing else will really. Yeah. 
yeah, that, that really changes things. And anytime, anytime I do bad, I literally just in my head, I go, well, Bill Burr finds me funny. So, yep. So anyway, so oh, anyway, hello, yeah. Bill. Uh, I got to take this. Sorry. Sorry. Dad. Yeah. Sorry, Dad. Billion Burr is calling me. Yeah. Bill, it's because anytime I get like hate on, online, I'm like, yeah, well, let's just go back to it. It's also like, I, I've had people call me a comics comic, which I think you've probably had to, obviously it's, it's a nice thing when like comics say that I'm like, that to me is a compliment. I'm like, I'd rather comedians like me than people. I not. feel like I'm not a comics comic though. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> you don't think comics like watch you when you're on and stuff. I don't know. I mean, maybe I guess at the store. I I don't know. I I mean, I will feel like a comics comic when I don't see comics leaving the back of the room when I go on. <laughs> I mean, okay, I feel like... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but the, I feel like the, that... Like those back bucket seats, I'll feel like I'm like like one of the guys, like a comics comic, when somebody's like, all right, I'll give this a few minutes. I think somebody's always going to get out of those damn seats and walk out. I guess so. I guess It's so. also, especially if you go up late, no one's staying right. at that hour. Like, I right. feel like then I'm like, then I'm not a comics comic because everyone's, no one's in those damn seats when I'm up there. Right. It's like 12 o'clock on a Tuesday. Everyone's I think like perfect example at the store of a comics comic is Fahim. I was just going to say Fahim. Comics will sit down yes. to watch Fahim mm -hmm. of, I, I all come levels, in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. of all levels. I'm like, that's a comics comic. Yes, it is. I don't think I've ever really been a comics comic uh, where, because like at open mics and stuff like that, I would eat it all the time and then I'd go on the road and kill. Yeah, well, I mean, who's, who's, I don't recall seeing anybody murder at an open mic. Some of the LA open mics were kind of like that. Really? Yeah. It's it's weird. It's real. Honestly, it's the worst thing you can do for a comic is give them like too much support at those mics. Yeah, it happens in some of like the problem. alt rooms and stuff where like somebody's killing, and I'm like, what the frick is going on in here? I'm like, they're barely saying punchlines right now. That's like when you watch improv and then the, everybody else on the, the sidelines is clapping, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, <laughs> and you're like, this is like, the worst improv I've seen in my entire life. Right. I because I started in improv, and for the first like four years, where did you start doing improv? In Toronto. Yeah, at Second yeah. City there, or uh, uh, was it like uh, one of the other? Yeah, uh, I took checks? a class. I took a Second City class when I was uh, sixteen. OCD check. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, I took a, um, a class when I was sixteen, and then I joined my now my best friend. But in college, we started a. She started an improv troupe after our two-year college program called the Dumb Cunts. Uh, four of us with a K, so would, we thought it was cute. Would you greet the crowd with? like that opening and everything we would say we're the dumb cunts then we would do these monologues off the top and l let's just say people didn't love us putting dumb cunts on uh, on the flyers please welcome to the stage <laughs> <laughs> we're like dumb cunts dumb cunts chanting and all we had like a full dance <laughs> yeah um but then we did like we were there's like a smaller i don't even remember what the fuck it was called a smaller like little thing we were doing mm-hmm but then we we would do literally. I remember like bringing people out and my parents and like friends and everyone after a show. You're so funny and like looking. We'd watch rewatch our videos and I'd be like, people said I was funny. I was a nightmare. I'd come on as like an ant eater and be like, uh, th th th, and it was like, uh, and I'm like, this is this is not good. <laughs> there is coddling that happens. There's a big improv. coddle. Big coddle. It happens. Yeah, big coddle. Yeah, it's so bizarre. Did, would your parents go to see those improv? Oh shows? yeah, they would come. They were very. They would come to a lot of my shows, and even though I didn't, they didn't find me funny. Now, for them to see you do those improv uh -huh. shows to an arena with Bill Burr, big jump. They have to be like, oh, thank God, this is 
really working out for Steph. It took, yes, it because I've been doing it for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. So I started when I was, um, I guess technically 17 was my first stand-up show, but I started really mm-hmm. when I was 18 years old. Yeah. Uh, and I think the first time my parents kind of thought something was happening was 10 years ago, I did my first TV taping for Just for Laughs. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, she's getting laughs. But then like Just for Laughs is like, CTV, they see it once, so they're like they forgot to like PVR it, and they're like, "Well, we missed that. We'll never see that again." So that was kind of they really didn't really yeah. get it. But then once the arena happened, I remember I got off stage, and my dad and my sister were just like bawling their eyes out, and then I was like, "Then I started crying because they were like, holy fuck!" And now my like my grandma's in the hospital, and my dad got like recognized by some nurses. They were like, "Tolev." Are you Steph Tolev's dad? And they're like, he's like, yeah. He's like, oh my God, we're huge fans. And he's like, what the fuck? So I think that, like, little things like that are making, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. special. It's it's cool it's for your parents to see the growth over the years and you to be like, see, I'm doing I the thing that I set you. out to do. I told you. But cause it, because it takes so long and there's just, especially with stand-up, there's such a long period where you're literally... Just, I was working like three jobs. And when I moved to LA, I didn't mm-hmm. have my um, green card. So I was working under the table. Mm-hmm. I was nannying. I was working like really shitty catering jobs and just like horrible. Like, and then all of these like horrible men were ghosting me. And I was all this like, it was just all this crap that I was like, they're like, what are you doing? Like, they'd call me, and be like, just come home. Just come home. We don't need to do this anymore. I'm like, well, I'm doing it. Yeah. Like, especially when you leave Toronto too, it's like, I made such a big deal. I had like three going away parties. So I was like, I, I must. I must do this now. I must prove to everybody. I'm like, why am I? I was like, I should be proving to myself, but I really had to prove that I was good. It's like a weird thing that we, it's sick, but I, I watch a lot of people where I'm like, you're so bad. Why do you think, like at least, you know when you have growth, like, you know what I mean? Like you have growth, you're doing well, right. you're, everything's moving forward. I know people who are still, say, say 20 years is me, haven't, how do you keep going? I don't know. I think that it's, I think you, after a while, you invest so much in something mm-hmm. that there is no turning back after a point. And I think yeah. that there is a little bit of a Stockholm syndrome with, I, I know people who I started open mics with that they they don't, they're either still in it or just, you know, they, some of them got out rightfully so, yeah. but some of them have not progressed. And I think, some people like to sit in the darkness. Oh. I think some people like to revel in like, yeah, this is just where we're at. And, I think some people oh, don't God. like to look inward and they'd rather project outward. Yep. Does that make sense? It does. It does. But it's also like, not just comedy. Like this is, I'm not No, this is related, life in like, general. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think some people would rather complain <laughs> about a situation mm-hmm. than look inward and see, wait, is it me? Is something wrong with me that's not making other things around me move forward? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I not attracting the right company? Something, yeah, yeah, where yeah. Other negative people are flocking to me as well and we're all ter- like holding each other down? Because like, I do not surround myself with people who are super negative at all. No, I just, no it's impossible. Yeah. Life in general is just too hard. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to be around a downer and let alone somebody who's like negative and who even like, who like undercuts you or anything all the time, I'm like, I gotta, no. I gotta separate myself. From you, this. Yeah. It's not worth it. No, it's not. And I feel like it is a very, it's a hard thing to do to, to admit that to yourself, that you're the problem. 
Yeah. Like there was like, literally I was single for 10 years and everyone's like, you know, it's not you, it's them. And at one point I remember I was like alone drinking a bottle of wine. I remember just sitting there being like, no, it must be me though. Like at, at some point I have to take fucking responsibility to be like, what am I doing? And then I like look back on all these like first days where I was fucking hammered or I was super aggressive and like saying weird shit. I'm like, oh no, it's me. Well, uh, it's most certainly me. What was uh, an example of some super aggressive things that you said on a first date? I just remember this one that really stands out where we were, I like, we went to a bar. We were, I was hammered when I got there. I'm like, fuck it. Let's go back to my house immediately. Like immediately back to my house. I remember falling off the bed while I was riding him. I fell onto the fucking floor. Can you imagine being a man? It's like, I mean, like picture like this fucking drunk demon falls off your dick and then has to crawl back on the bed like a fucking gargoyle. You ready for some more? Like, what the fuck? And then he ghosted me and then I remember for two weeks being like, oh my God, poor me. I'm like, poor me? He should have called the police. What's wrong with that guy? What's wrong with him? He's a fucking jerk. What the hell? He didn't call me? Yeah, cut to me bleeding going, let's go for round two. (laughs) Well, he's like running out of my house. Like, are you kidding me? It, It was for sure me. For sure me. But uh, talking about the negative people, though, that is like, I'm at an age too. I just turned 38 and I'm like, I have no room in my life anymore for anybody who doesn't give me, there's no point. Everything's negative. Every day, every day I wake up and there's at least one comment that says I'm ugly, I'm unfunny, or I'm fat on my Instagram. I already deal with that every day. I can't also have another person in my life to my face saying this or being like, so it's, I have no time. Yep. If you're not going to make me feel, everyone should do that. No one should be hanging out with anyone that makes them feel anything less than who they are. Yeah. It's bizarre. If your friends aren't propping you up and your family isn't hoisting yeah. you up, like, then what, like, What's what are the you point? doing? Yeah, what yeah. are you doing? Like, find find new friends. Also, if, if you're listening to this being like, oh, fuck, find new friends. There's a lot yeah, of people out there. Because there's other people who are probably looking for a good friend like yourself. Then there you go. Do, do, do. I do like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. This needs music. Yeah. Hey, if you're out there looking for a friend. Just know that other people are also looking for a friend. So, hey, join friendsfinder.com and me and Jeremiah are going to make this website today so you can find a friend. <laughs> did the laugh help at the end? I feel like it, it did. It actually did. Okay, like, good. Yeah, I did yeah. a little flourishing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. could be like the stinger on the commercials. <laughs> find a friend. <laughs> Do you want a friend that rides you like a demon but then talks to you the next day and says, Hey, sorry about my behavior last night. <laughs> that would be a good website. There probably is. I, I remember I was looking for friends for a bit in LA that weren't in comedy. Do you have a lot of outside friends that aren't comedians? Uh, not many. My wife uh, has some friends that are not like indust- in the industry, and it's sometimes uh, a breath of fresh air yeah. when we hang out with them. Yeah. Not very often, but... But... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's sometimes Enough. like, you know what I mean? Not too you just, much. You, you just need a little bit. You yeah. just need a little bit. I'm at that yeah. point where my friends from Toronto are like, I have normal, normal, but like non-industry related friends and it's so fucking nice to just talk to them and have a regular conversation. Because otherwise it's every conversation is social media, your numbers, shows, how'd you get booked on that? Why aren't I booked on that? And then you're like, yep. it's a spiral of hell. I know. So I was literally like, I, I joined a puppy class. I first got my dog and I met a girl there. Cause I was like, yeah. I need to do things where I will not be like, I didn't even, I like puppy class. Like, what do you do? I'm like, I have a new dog. I didn't even say, I don't, I sometimes I don't even want to say I'm a comedian. I just like get, like I met, I met, I actually, this is so embarrassing, but I have a new friend um, 
we were walking up Griffith and our dogs started playing together mm-hmm. and then we started chatting and then we weirdly like walked up and kind of down the hill together and she's like oh, I'm really glad we kept walking together because I want to keep talking and I was like me too I'm like it's really embarrassing to like meet somebody and want to be their friend at this age yeah but then we change numbers she came to my show the other day she's a musician I'm like this is a good friendship you're great I'll go to your shows yes. that's a relief to go to, to see a musician please oh my god. please goodness. god I know I just saw yeah. there's a uh, do you like the yeah yeah yeah's uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're coming to this thing called Heaven. It's like a, I don't know what the hell it's called. Heaven something. I don't know what the heck it's called. I just looked for tickets today. It's, what is it? Now I need to know what's called. Are you a concert girl? I you... am, just like Heaven it's called. And it's there's like Hot Chip, uh, Future Islands. It's a good lineup. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like Heaven. <laughs> yeah, God, and then I died. I sound like I live in a Legion Hall. That is a horrible cough. It's okay. <clears throat> I, all this weather change, it's literally, it's everybody. And I got it's, tested three times for COVID, so it's not COVID. I did last week too. I tested three times last week because I was so paranoid and I was like, oh, I don't have it. I was on set and they did like, they went in there, slopped around. Yeah. Big role. Do you? When, yeah, joking. When, when I, was, we get, I was playing a coach. I was playing an aggressive yeah? coach. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah, very classic me. I yeah. only I only book things that you're like, yeah, that's exactly what you do. But I mean, but I mean, yeah, that's I why you book what, it. This is it. What I'm supposed to book? I'm not gonna yeah. book fucking girl next door in a bikini. I'm like, no crossing guard next door who <laughs> was fired three weeks ago, yet she keeps coming back. I actually, so I actually did a read for a crossing guard recently, and it's so funny. I said, you know, um, Skylar Stone. Yeah, I love Skylar. And yeah. Tim Dillon, we all were in the screen room talking. That's a lot of bassy voices, oh, by the way. And we all went out for the same role, and I was like, for a no. second, I got offended. I'm like. Oh, I'm in the same category as Tim Dillon. No offense, Tim Dillon, but I was like, we're, okay, this is, what you, what a, a, other female comics are going out for, you know, babe, like, Steve, I don't know. Uh, how are you reading this line? How are you, how are you reading this line? I, I read it very, I, I do everything like me. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I'm going to book anything, I'm going to get on set and I'm going to play it myself anyways. Yes. You mean, are yeah. you doing that? No, but I mean, I, sh- I should be. I mean, uh, the stuff that I sometimes do, it's so like it's charactery. So it's it's me doing a version of it's like a heightened version of different scenarios. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I only play myself because I don't. Maybe it's because I don't know how to act. <laughs> like it's just I easiest. The, I think that the reason it's it's probably working too. They're bringing you in for a reason. They probably saw mm-hmm. stand up or something yeah, like yeah. that. And a lot of times when they cast stand ups for stuff, they're like, well, we saw that and we like that. Mm-hmm. So we want that in this. Yeah. So I think that's probably why it's working. It just makes more sense to. It's yeah, easier. It's it's easier. Be, it's be right me in as me. Let me yap around a little bit. Yeah. 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 Yes. I am a concert goer, though. You asked and then I breezed over it. I used to go all the time. What was the last concert that you went to? Death from Above, 1979, at the Fonda. They're a very good Toronto duo band. I talk about them all the time. I'm obsessed with them. Mm. Got backstage passes. Ah, I've been obsessed with them for, I've seen them 18 times. Is that you sliding out of your seat? That's me slipping because my (laughs) pussy is so wet. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly it. Uh, I DM them like a crazy person. They offer me backstage passes and then here we are. But that's the last one I saw. Before that, I hadn't seen one in a while. It's been... Now, I used to go all the time, but now so busy. Yeah. Uh, one of the last ones that I went to was Portugal the Man. Oh, how was that? That's great. I, yeah. I've seen them live a couple of times, and they're awesome. Yeah? Yeah. They're one of those people who, uh, they started coming to the comedy store around the pandemic, uh, like like a little bit before, a little bit after. 
and they were recording like an album in LA and organically became friends with them like like back uh like in that sacred ground area. They oh, used that's to fun. they used to go watch Don Barris on Mondays, the ding dong show. Oh all my the time. god. Yeah. So they're like weird comedy fans and they like weird stuff. So I'm like, oh, I like you guys. You like weird. Oh, we're going to be friends immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all super cool. That's fun. I like that. So so I'll try to see them when they come back out to LA. Yeah, I want to see, I want to see something. That's my new, that was my New Year's goal was to like do stuff that's not stand up. Well, I mean, yeah, the longer that we're, that we're doing this, the more important that stuff is with, uh, you mentioned, going on a walk with your dog i'll sometimes like walk my son where he like will walk around the neighborhood and there will be somebody with a kid and i was like ah how are they you know it's yeah. like the same kind of dog it's exactly it's the same talk. yeah 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 we're like oh yeah how old are they how much do they weigh right, when do they start you? walking yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i ask i always ask how much other dogs weigh because i think my dog's overweight right now mm. Well, she is. The vet said she is. So I, I don't know why I'm always like, so how much your dog weigh? And they're like, what? I'm like, she's 85. She's a big girl. Big, big girl. girl. And they're like, all right, we never asked, but weird question to ask on my dog. Thank you. My dog thick. She's a thick bitch. That thick girl. She's a thick girl. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I need to do other things. I need to do more stuff. What's something on on a to-do list outside of uh, of music that you're like, it's a hobby that I might want to try if I have downtime someday? Drumming. I've been trying to drum for a very long time. I asked well, you're, Joel. You're, I, you're I asked, friends with the right people. I know, but Bill gave me a damn uh, a number to somebody who's like a big time drummer. I, I'm 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 beginner. I need somebody to, that has a kit. I'll pay them to go over, teach me the basics every like once a week, ideally for an hour. That's what I want to do. Are you are you down to do this? A hundred percent. I had a drum kit when I was 24 years old. I taught myself. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I played for a year. I pissed Joel off my neighbors. Joel will do it for you. Absolutely. I asked Joel. Joel was like, oh, I can find someone for you. I'm like, no, I need someone who, because I, I don't have a kit. I'm not buying a kit. Here's the thing. I think I'm going to be very good at drumming. Yeah. Very cocky. Okay. I'm very good. I can do, 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 I can do hands. I can do feet. I can do them at different times. I'm very good at doing two. I used to Highland dance. See, I look like a drummer. You do. I do. My, I look like, like a fucking in the drummer. 80s? Like, I come know. On. I fucking know. This face, tongue out. I can definitely. You could definitely. I think I'd be good. I think so too. You silent dance. You use your feet and your hands Joel at different will times. Do it for, he's about to move. In, Joel's about to move into a new place. He, I guarantee you, he'll probably be down once he moves in and has his setup and uh, he's got like a back garage area that he's gonna put his drums in. Well, then I'm gonna message Joel and be like, "Let's just. We have the same tattoo artist. Let's just. Oh come on. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. And there will be a better. There will be a more comfortability since you're both comics. That, too. And I, I'm I'm embarrassed because when I say beginner, I mean I need to be like tap 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 tapity poo. Yeah. I need to be very very basic one of the most humbling things that i've done in years was uh right around 20 uh right around 2020 2019 2020 i started taking piano lessons from scratch okay from a guy that uh i literally i told my wife i go i'm self-conscious about this Mm-hmm. I don't want to put anything out on Facebook. No, I don't want comics being like, dude, I know somebody like I'm like, I don't. I'm like, do you have anyone in your network of people who's maybe a teacher that, you know, that like is at the theater connected through the school mm-hmm. that you work at mm-hmm. or anything? And she found a guy who she knows who he teaches piano 
and he would come over to me. Oh, full adult, two adult males sit next to each other. <laughs> Doing the. This is a C. This is a D. This is an E minor. Like, like All I had it. to learn every note. Like, and I and it, my brain freaking hurt, hurt. Did you? Can you read it now too? Yes, not amazingly. Like where I can like put sheet music and then, down and then just yeah. do this. But I like I know like most of the major and minor chords now okay. where like I can construct songs and improvise over them. That's yeah. the whole goal is I want to be able to just write music and play music mm -hmm. myself, like com compose some all. stuff. Yeah. Um, and it was uh, a very humbling experience. I, I like that. But it was really good for me, though, because I hadn't. Um, we get comfortable. We get comfortable very in our routines and stuff mm -hmm. where. When I was learning, I'm like, wow, this is really hard. And I have not felt this since like high school or college where I'm like staring at something and my brain, I literally told my wife, I go, I haven't had my brain literally feel like it's hurting in so many years. Oh, Like wow. challenging myself. Yeah. Because it's growing and it's trying to, to process the information that you're giving it. Uh-huh. So I think we'll I, all be good for what? the drumming. I think it is also, it is nice to be humbled, which sounds like strange. I bombed. I just came back from South by. I bombed my first show pretty bad. Mm -hmm. It was a character show, and I didn't realize everyone was. I walked backstage, everyone was gluing eyebrows on, and, and I came back, and I'm like, I just flew in from Toronto. I don't have, I have nothing. Wow. It was James Domi, and it was like his show. So he has this crazy character. Oh, wow. I came out. He's like, just play like a, like a pedicab driver. I'm like, okay. So I came out as this like more aggressive than me character, the crowd fucking hated me the second i walked out and i went all right and i just sat there and bawled my dick off and thank god i was like the third guest so i didn't be there for that long they were like oh yeah we have that taped and i go take me out of it they go why do I go, erase anything yeah. i said or yeah. did I, at one point i looked at the crowd i go you guys fucking hate this i go you hate me i go i don't care i don't and i was like i was hopped up in cold meds too because i was really sick when i was there too so i was like not even like at my best but i got i left that night i was like well, I think I needed that. Just a big old slap in the face bomb. It really came, I came down to, I came off of like, like three, I had nine shows in, um, nine shows in four days. And like I opened for Sarah Silverman, I opened for Tim Dillon, sold out all these shows and then just got fucking punched in the, in the cunt, right? And I was like, this sucks. You know why I think that's so good though, is I think that the reason why comics after a while who get so big stop growing is because they are not running into those situations like that anymore no there's not the humble pie that's being served every once in a while where you're like on a great run like you mm -hmm. said and then out of nowhere just yeah, yeah socks because it, it grounds you, you immediately oh. i had a thing yesterday that i'll share with you that was just um <laughs> the response time i laughed out loud I put together a, a new seven minutes to submit to some of the late night shows. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I send it off to my manager. He gets back to me immediately. Mm, I don't know if this is the set. It's a very strong set, but I don't know if this is the set maybe for late night. I was like, send it. Send it. He sends it to one of the late night bookers. They get back in under 10 minutes, Steph. Ooh. With notes. That's that's fast. 
bla if if you've ever submitted anything, it's blazing fast. It's months. It's insane. Under ten minutes. Under ten minutes. You want to hear what the, what is? I do want to hear. I don't love this set for late night. Don't think it's gonna happen. Hard no. Hard no. Not Hard not even like no. A, a, no update. wiggle. Hard no. And I was like, Ooh, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, and there it is. Yeah. yeah. It really brings you back. And it this really... set is, it's just, I don't, I wouldn't send anything that if I'm you, like, yeah, if you didn't think it's it was. got solid laughs throughout. Uh huh. It's clean. Mm -hmm. It might not be typical late night style. It's my but, style. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're yeah. just like, and now under 10 minutes. <laughs> Just hard no immediately. But doesn't that want to make you like not? This is why I think comics like us. Yeah. Late night might not be our avenue. I know, but it's the Rick Ingram syndrome with you. It's the same when mentality you want, you, that I have. Uh, you're like, when but I must. I'm, when I get hard, like a hard no like that, I'm like, oh, really? Oh, uh huh. Uh huh. It's the competitive. It I is. think we're both very competitive people. Yeah. And it's something innate inside of me that I'm like, I'll show you. Well, because especially because Moses Storm did a wild one, so I see his. I'm like, well, there's that. He he whacked out on his, so I, I feel like we can. But I know he was in but with. Conan, I have a, but I have a, he. I I can't. I don't even like to like. I love Moses, and he is doing his own thing to the point where I'm like, I literally can't. He he put he goes in a separate box for me. No no oh yeah yeah because. Yeah. He is carving such a unique path with what he's doing specifically where I'm like, well, I can't like with that Conan thing. Like I've, I saw his Conan yeah. set. I'm like, if I presented something that was off the wall, they'd be like, no, they're like, no, we can't do that. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He has a, he has a quality. Oh, he's a very, he's very he likable. Yeah. He does it very seamlessly. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a very good quality. It's a it's a very unique quality. I can't quality, put yeah. my finger on it. I don't no. know what it is, but it's a, it's something that's working for him. But I also, I, and I'm saying this is why I've never, I, I've I've never submitted for late night because I don't want to be clean. Right. I can be clean. Right. Simple stuff. I could write a set right now if I really wanted to. I don't want to. I don't find it funny. So I see it as a challenge. Yes. To write clean, mm -hmm. and I've. And I have actually a lot of clean jokes, but you've seen me. I also go, as they say, pretty blue with some of the sex stuff uh -huh, and stuff uh -huh, like that. That uh -huh. to me, because that stuff is so funny to me. It is funny. And everyone's uh, doing it. And everybody mm -hmm. likes it. Mm -hmm. They do. It just literally, honest, people, everybody likes talking mm -hmm. about sex they do. because it's we're thinking about it yep. and it's on the minds. Mm -hmm. And if you can put a clever new take on something that everybody knows about, it's just so fun to watch. Uh -huh. Especially you and I, we go there with the act outs. Oh, and to we me, go there. That is so funny because it's so gross. Yeah. It's so gross. Like you, like the act that you did of literally falling off the guy's dick, like is so, it's just, that's my cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's also like stuff that, you know, you're not going to talk about with your partner and you know it's gross, right. but it's just like a funny, like I have a gross joke about titty fucking now. Not a new topic. I'm not saying it's a fucking new angle Wait, here. Did you invent that? I am the first comic. Cut, clip this. I, Stephanie Lynn Tolev, am the first comedian to ever talk about titty fucking. 
Uh, but now I have like people DMing me being like, oh yeah, I tried to titty fuck my wife last night, but thought about your act out and it grossed me out. I'm like, that's funny. That's, that's, that's what I want. That's the joke that keeps on giving. Yes, it is. Yes. See, that's stuff like that. I'm like, that'll keep me going. You can only hope that people, when they're doing a mundane activity, think about your jokes. That's yeah. the highest praise. It is the highest praise. It is very nice. It is very nice. Now, I want to do this next segment that I think that you're going to like a lot because I watch your sketches online. They're fantastic. Uh-huh. I get into and, I get into wigs. And I think that we're going to put on some wigs right now in this next segment called Wig. Wig. Hey, um, Sandra? Yes, Elliot. There's a door. Knock next time you come in. I, I was just wondering if you wanted blue or red for for the cups for the break room what do you think elliot what do you think i would want for the break room do you think i want people walking in thinking oh oh sandra's a little bitch and she's crying all the time with the blue cups or do you think i want hey sandra's on her period and she doesn't give a damn and she's free bleeding with the red what is it what does that sound to you elliot there's also a clear option i'm going with the red cup we're going with the red cup red's powerful elliot Something that you're clearly never going to learn about. If I follow you... Pardon? I can't speak up, Elliot. It's quite quiet. <clears throat> I, I have calls coming in that you can't hear because maybe they're on if, mute. If I, if I sh- shatter you for a while, I could, I could, maybe, I could maybe become a pow- powerful guy. <laughs> uh, first of all, I'm a powerful woman. I know you got confused by my, my voice. <laughs> Elliot, listen, people like you are never going to equate to someone like me, okay? Let me guess. Do you, do you piss sitting down? Do you tuck? Do you, t- <laughs> your face is so do you tuck your little penis? Do you tuck it in? Do you hold it with two, with two hands? Do you, is that how you pee? I piss standing up. All right, Elliot? I piss standing up. I walk in, I stand over the toilet, <laughs> and I aim my clit into the bowl. I don't have to touch it. You oh, know why? Oh my God. Because my hands are full. I'm always doing something. Your hands are full of clit? I, <laughs> I have a huge clit. I have a very thick, very powerful clit. Does it Elliot. dip in the toilet oh, when you sit dips. down? It dips if I sit. That's why I stand. I let it go straight in like a hose, and my hands are probably working. I'm signing contracts. I'm taking phone calls. I'm rearranging the whiteboard. I'm always doing something. Yeah, there's a toilet in my office. I'm actually peeing right now. And I'm finished. I don't even wipe. How do you wipe your ass? Uh, Front to back? Listen, Elliot. If we're going to start with one lesson today, it's back to front. But I have have balls. Yeah, exactly. What if I... Yes. Hit the... And then, then you learn. Then you learn. What would that teach me, though? You know what? I don't know the answer to everything, Elliot. You're coming in here. I'm in the middle of rearranging my quadrants. I got a lot of quadrants today. Yeah. Do you know what a quadrant is? No. Oh, something else that I got to teach. Little baby boy Elliot with his little tiny S- penis. How big is your penis, Elliot? Is that inappropriate to ask? If you could compare it to something in this office right now, what would you say? Um, 
You have no idea. See, that's a problem. Probably that thermos. The thir- the-, the thermos. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Elliot. Good God. Then, 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 then open with that. Walk in here and say, excuse me, ma'am. I have a huge fat cock. What cup do you want? The red or the the red or the blue? That's how you open a conversation. Do you want to see it? <laughs> Look. Yeah, I do want to see it. <laughs> here we go. Jesus Christ, Elliot. You're in the wrong business. Oh, you're giving Ron Jeremy a run for his money with that thing. And the hair. It matches perfectly. It's absolute perfect curl on top and on bottom. I want everyone to know that he didn't actually pull his pants off. People are probably watching this going, Stephanie Tolev, Steph Sandra Tolev. I'm sweating. Can you turn the air up, please? Oh, sorry. One second. Yeah, can you put your giant fat hog back in your pants? Good Christ. That's almost like three thermoses. <laughs> Gee, that's a Coleman cooler. You just put a whole Coleman cooler into your pants. God sakes. Elliot, where'd you go to school? Santa Monica. <laughs> what was that sound? Was that your penis going back into your pants sound? Yeah, it sometimes drains the blood out of the energy in my body. It's so big. Oh, you're going to make a lot of women sore. A lot. Or men. What if it's I, the 80s. I don't know what you're into. Can you help me get in some other women's quadrants? I can help you get into a lot of quadrants. Yeah. My quadrant, not so much. Other quadrants, mm. yeah. There's a lot yeah. of women in this office that might need to take that thermos down to pound town. Mm-hmm. I regret saying that. That was inappropriate. It's okay. Most of the stuff that we've talked about today is slightly... It, does seem as if this conversation has gone off the rails and this is not an appropriate in-office conversation. Well, maybe I shouldn't have whipped my fat cock out. <laughs> there is now a dent in my desk from where you brought it out. It is. It has a curvature in it. A little divot, if you will. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems like the shadowing has been going really well lately for my confidence. and Because nobody's Good. ever explained to me before that mine's, you know, bigger than average. Do you not have a father in your life? No, I was raised by dogs. So then I guess compared to those dogs, it probably looked pretty small. Have you ever seen a dog's penis fully come out? Well, yeah, mine doesn't have the red rocket extension. Have you ever seen a penis fully come out? That, that red rocket, that's the tip. Oh. Yeah. When the whole thing comes out, that thing's small. That thing's a shriveled hot dog at 7-Eleven on the old... Well, rotisserie belt. That's what my dog brothers have been telling me my whole life is that my penis is small. <laughs> You're, I don't know how you got this job if I didn't ask where you, where, who you were raised by. That seems like something I would ask a, an assistant. I feel alarmed well, they, that I didn't ask this question. I mean, they, they don't really put that on job applications. Who were you <laughs> raised by? I was raised by dogs. How did you find this job? How, how long have you been working for me? I feel like it's... Not just the classified section, you know, I, huh. like local paper. I thought this was a big business and we were actually finding people internally here. Turns out, no, we're actually getting lunatics raised by dogs coming in here with huge, huge penises. I don't know. I'm just an assistant and, you know, I'm just trying to learn to grow. And maybe one day my dick will be as big as your clit. Maybe one day. We can all hope. Yeah. As for now, the blue cups can go in the trash. Get the red cups out. And maybe, maybe just put your dick by the cups. When people come in, just have it sitting out beside the cups. Like, see what they want to yeah. do with it? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. See what they want to do if they want to go for the dick or the cup. Now, should I be hiding behind something? Yeah, no, no. We don't need to see you. You it's, you can't be part of it. It's just the cutout. The dick is just resting on yeah. the counter next to the red Solo Cups. Yeah. Why don't you put a Solo Cup around and just have just the tip peeking out the bottom of the red Solo Cup? So cut out the bottom of the cup? We work in a very... <laughs> Very loose office to be I able know to speak like this. The, the, the calls are going off, but I, I feel like we're having a breakthrough here, so I can't, I can't answer them at this business that we have not mentioned what it is, and we never will. Take the tip of your penis; it's the same color as the red solo cup. Just see what people do with it. We we work for solo cups. We, <laughs> you know what? Let's go with the clear. Fuck it. Let's go with the clear. Let's. Uh, you, you've changed my mood. Okay. All right, thanks, Sandra. That was really the only question that I was going to ask, and then I was going to leave. But yeah, then this, I don't really know why I pulled my penis out. I, and... I'm on. I forgot to take my Zol off this morning. I'm not feeling well. I'm blaming it on that in case HR calls. Okay. Well, if you don't say anything to HR, then I won't. Elliot, I might have to fire you after today because I can't lose my job. But you might have <laughs> the wink. <laughs> Sandra, nothing's wrong. I don't know if that's a dog hair in your eye. I'm not sure what's going on. Oh. Okay, Elliot, that's enough. Get the clear cups. Get out of my face. I got to tend to these calls. Okay. Um, do you want me to get you another pee pad? No. I, I'm going to ring this one out. I'm not going to be wasteful. Okay. <laughs> we. This is... What? Is this how these normally go, these wig segments? What? Well, <laughs> <laughs> that one went pretty far <laughs> off the rails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those yeah, yeah, are my yeah. favorite ones is when they go completely off the rails. Well, I, like, I don't know how else you're supposed to go. Oh, it was great. It made me laugh so much. You feel ex- I, I just can't look at you in that wig. It's so bizarre. It's A, a curly wig is always funnier than a non-curly wig. There's like a tight funny. curl. Yeah, the tight curls are fun. There's something funny about a tight curl. I need to get a photo of myself in this fucking wig. Oh, I'm obsessed it. with it. Do I'm it. obsessed with this fucking wig. Don't you feel powerful? You really. I look like Hillary Clinton. A little bit. Don't I? Yeah. He's <laughs> like, no, not at all. Are we done the wig segment? Yeah. Wig. Okay, so this segment, uh, you're going to share a story of a sexual encounter, and you can make it as innocent or as graphic as you'd like. And I'm going to play some sweet, sweet saxophone along with it. Oh. Support it. Make it steamy. Okay. Make it sexual. Oh. Uh, this is called Sax Talk. Oh. Sax Talk. All right. This, uh, this story happened. Um, I believe I was uh, doing a festival in St. No, no. I was doing a club for the first time in St. John's, New Brunswick. Very Canadian tale. Uh, it was my first time doing this club, and I went out with the bookers after. We got uh, we were all hanging out, and I was on Tinder, very avidly on Tinder. And I matched with this guy, and in the middle of dinner, I left. I said, see you later. I'm going to go fuck this very hot man uh, in the middle of the woods, pretty much is where it was. <laughs> So the bookers being alarmed that I'm just meet, literally getting up after I ordered mozzarella sticks. Left them cold. I, I had no time. I need to go fuck this strange man. This is years ago, so it's before Uber. So I call a cab. Eerie night. Cloudy. Fog everywhere. 
I get in the cab, give the woman the address, female driver. She goes, I'm not dropping you off there. I'm like, excuse me. She goes, no, no, no. I know who lives there. He's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. And I was like, ah. She goes, I'm like, what do you mean he's a bad guy? She's like, no, I've dropped other women off here before. This is, I, I don't want to leave you here. Can I please give you my cell phone number in case anything happens? We're very far away. We're not, I'm not near New Brunswick anymore. I'm way out in the boonies. Pull up, long driveway, dark house. Jeremiah is so scared. He meets me outside. She watches me walk up with this guy. She's very, I, I also, red flag. I probably should have left. We get inside his house. Get back right down to the basement. I don't see anything. It's very dark. We end up having, uh, we, we have like a glass of wine. Also, just met this man. Just matched on Tinder when I to his house, had one glass of wine. He was very hot. I will say at this point, I don't think I really cared what, uh, what the woman was saying about him because he was very fucking sexy. So we have sex, uh, no condom, which good, good. We love that. We love, we love the no condom. Pretty wild sex. Not gonna lie, it was quite good. I wake up in the morning, realizing I probably should not be here anymore. I need to get back. Very far. It was it was like a seventy dollar cab ride. I'm in the fucking boonies. I'm not close. He offers to drive me home. Couldn't tell you the guy's name. If you put a gun to my head right now, no clue. Jason, James, Justin, Jeremiah. We walk outside. I hear dripping. First thing in the morning, I hear dripping. Lots of dripping. I look over. There is a deer carcass. Deer carcass just dripping blood right out the back of his door. Fresh deer killed. I look around his backyard. It's a graveyard for deer, moose, uh, pheasants. I'm not sure. Man is a hunter. Man is a very avid hunter. He drives me back in this bloody truck with a bunch of antlers in the back. Dropped me off at my hotel, kissed me on the cheek, and I never heard from him again. So, ladies, uh, here's a lesson. Don't do what I just did. Never do that. Never just go back to someone's house. Especially, that could have been me. That could have been me uh, dripping. He could have taken my horns off. Hung me like a trophy. But the sex was good. The sex was good. <laughs> Jeremiah's face. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, scary. Yeah, the fact that the fact that the, the woman, woman was really upset you, warned me. But you're like, Mama needs her nut. Mama needs her nut. This was years ago. This was he was. I will say, God damn it, he was hot. He was well, fucking he had sexy been as hell. If you're like. Listen, lady, I'm fine. I got this. And I, but I told him too. I forgot the person. I told him that I was like, uh, the cab driver thinks you're crazy. She's like, what? I'm like, this woman thinks you're bad. He's like, I don't know who the fuck that is. He's like, there's people in this town who are out to get me. And I was like, okay, oh, whatever. That's a red flag right yeah. there. Oh, there was several red flags. Several, literally wow. red dripping blood flags. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I'm here. I made it. But don't do that. Don't Don't be me. Don't do that, ladies. Don't be me. But was that sex good, though? It was so good. Okay, but yeah, sometimes honestly, you just gotta get it. <laughs> sometimes you gotta get the nut. Sometimes you gotta nut. You gotta nut. You gotta nut. You gotta nut. Uh, Steph, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks Would you like me. to plug anything before you go? 
Just my Instagram, at Steph Tolev. Follow me on there. I'm touring all over the damn place. Or listen to my podcast, Steph Infection. Heck yes. Mm. Um, like I said at the top of the podcast, you got to see her live. She's so fun to see live. She's a great follow on Instagram. Uh, I love her. You will love her. Um, mm. And uh, I've got a new special out that's on YouTube. Go watch it now. Uh, after you are done watching this episode right here, right now. And if you've already watched it, thank you. And I love you. Love you, Steph. Thanks for coming thank on the show. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Bye.